Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch community, and welcome to episode 121 of the 167 Podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor here at the Porch Community Church. And as always, I'm here with my good friend, Josh Harrell, our media pastor. Hello, Josh. How's it going? Hey, Shannon. How's it going? Hey, I said, how's it going first? I know, but you can't mess with my, you can't mess with my thing. I can't, I can't. Um, It's going well. You know, there's that spring thing going on and it's like... Sinuses. Well, of course, but (laughs) I was thinking like planning and thinking and looking ahead and ideas and just the newness and freshness and... See, that. spring is fog. Well, I've been in the sign. I've been in the pollen fog. I'm really glad it rained. It did. It did rain. R- rivers so, are yellow everywhere. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, I'm I'm doing good. Um, how are you? Um, you know, our last podcast episode 120, we talked about losing a parent. We talked mm. about the very recent loss uh, of your dad, yep. and um, the funeral was Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, you did an outstanding job of speaking about i hope so the importance or just the the influence and the uh, the character and the witness of your dad Mm -hmm. um you did an outstanding job doing that and that that's some people just can't do that and you Mm. did it well and and yeah well it was it was funny because at sunday night he he passed on March fifth, which was a Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, one a.m. on Sunday, and then um, driving home, I just had that overwhelming urge. Is like you should speak at his funeral. And mm. I was like, no, children of <laughs> the children don't normally speak unless they are a pastor. And he goes, "What's your job title?" <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then you go, but I'm not like Shannon or <laughs> or Justin or Kristen. Yes, you are. <laughs> you know, and, and that's God talking to me, right? Yeah. And I go, okay, well, I'll start thinking about it. And then, you know, I hadn't really thought about it much. And then you go, when we came up on Tuesday to record the co- record the, record the, the podcast. podcast. We don't do cod pasts around here. That doesn't sound <laughs> that right doesn't at all. Doesn't sound good. Um, <laughs> you said we have two options. We can talk about grief, or we can talk about another thing. I don't even remember what the I other thing. I don't either. <laughs> and I said, well, let's try it because oddly enough, I feel like I'm kind of supposed to talk at the funeral, and if I can't get through a podcast where it's just you and Kristen, <laughs> there's no way I can do it on, on mm-hmm. at the funeral. Mm-hmm. So let's let's do that first, and then after that, I was like. Okay, so he that is what he was telling me to do. And then um I you knew I you knew I was doing it and then mm-hmm. um I talked to my sister. I didn't want to tell mama, but I talked to my sister just cuz making sure mm-hmm. not so many people are like I I didn't want to speak and then my sister, well, if I known you were going to do that, I would have done that too. So right, I was right. trying to be very respectful without giving too much away mm-hmm. because she's the only one I really like anyone else. I wouldn't even gave the option You'd to been like do. whatever. Yeah. So <clears throat> I just want to be respectful of her. So I asked her 
and um and then i talked to the my parents pastor and told him what i was thinking and all that kind of stuff and he's like and i said so what what are some tips to make myself not look like a blubbering idiot on stage and he's like write it all out and i was like mm-hmm. i got that one yep yep and then just and he's like just be personal and don't look at your mom <laughs> good advice Mm-hmm. Good advice. And so I started working on stuff, and um, I've had three or four youth pastors in, in my life, but mm-hmm. uh, the one I called my youth pastor, I was only he was only my youth pastor for my senior year, but I called him, and I just kind of and because he knew my parents, mm-hmm. so I just kind of went over everything with him, and and he says that that's that's good. Mm-hmm. He's like that'll work. Yeah, and. Then I rewrote it all Friday night. <laughs> well, it was it was very good, and you honored him well, and um, you were not a blubbering idiot, even though everyone would have been totally gracious and allowed you to be. Um, and um, I really like the pastor of of your parents' church. I, I, I yeah, yeah. Cri- Christian is is a. Really, really good communicator. And really good communicator, and uh, I told him this, and very personable, like you said. Yes, like, his his um and I, advice, and I and I told him, and and he gets it, and you'll get it because of what I talked about about the way, way I grew up mm-hmm. is that he is very approachable, mm-hmm. and there's not a barrier between congregation and pastor. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's and very that good. and and if you notice, that's one of the biggest like compliments I always give you, be- oh, because yeah. that was not something I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it, what I grew up with was, I mean, and I was a kid, so l- looking at it through kids' eyes, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I graduated. He was still the past, like the pastor that my married my parents was still the pastor when when I moved to Valdosta. Oh wow! So he was there like thirty five years. Mm-hmm. But um, as a kid, you just didn't talk to the pastor. <laughs> like uh, they have more important things. To yeah, do. you have someone over you that you go to. You know, you don't <laughs> yeah. talk to the lead pastor. With yeah. Christian and you, that's not the case. Anyone mm-hmm. can. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny you say that because um, even though I knew at, at, a, at a certain point, I didn't for a long time. At a certain point, I knew I was called to ministry, to full-time ministry. Mm-hmm. And even though I'd had a lot of people saying I needed to pursue the more official route, you know, get ordained, get licensed, get, you know, have the reverend title, um, I really held off on it because I didn't want Rev to be a, an obstacle. Yeah. Um, and... And I think more that was more of a hang-up on my part than maybe, you know, just because I, growing up Catholic, I mean, there's, like, the priests, mm-hmm. you know, and then, like, you, like, you don't even go, yeah, that separation was very, very, very yeah. real. So that, that whole idea. Um, so I get that. I understand that, that mm-hmm. point. So, yeah. Um, uh, anything more you want to share about, you well, know, just the last couple days and all um, that's been going on? If if I could say, um, I if I could give a shout out to every single person that texted, called, hmm. um, sent cards, came to the visitation, came to the funeral, I would, but I would leave someone out, and <laughs> and I would feel bad for that. So all I can say is thank you so much. 
Um, my family was um, kind of in awe of how much the porch showed love to my family. Oh, well. Um, and it just shows, I mean, we can beat this head, horse until it's in the ground. Mm-hmm. Every single family that was in our community group either came to the visitation or came to the funeral. Mm. I mean, what a faith community does is is incredible. Mm-hmm. And what we have, what God is doing on this piece of property and the people that come through these doors is special. Mm-hmm. And when people from other churches see that they they do notice that something is different compared to mm. what they know as status quo church relationships. Well, and, and uh, sorry. And what God is doing here in the lives of people is special because it's not just it's not just people growing closer to God, which you I mean you yeah. safely assume is happening at every <laughs> church. You hope, yes. Yeah. Yes, like, yes, yes. But to have people growing closer to each other is a lot rarer mm-hmm. in in 2023 mm. and mm. I th- and I think is what set as what God is using to set us apart. Well, and I will say I think some of this is uh, the response that you and Kara have received during this time has a lot to do with the investment that you've made into people's lives. Um, well, and and that's it's just the way it is. So yeah. receive it whether you want yeah. to or not. But secondly, um, you know, it is indicative of real relationships, mm-hmm. and um, these are relationships that you have with people that the foundation is Christ, um, and then you have other interests that that go along with it. I, I will say from a from a, <clears throat> my vantage point on Saturday morning at the funeral, as the family was processing in, um, we were kind of sitting in a clump of people. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you knew who all was coming. I don't know what, it's not like people no, are RCP. And yeah. th- from where I was sitting, I, I saw you and I watched you look at the clump of people right there uh-huh. and that's when i saw you about to if you were going to start being a blubbering idiot that was a point because i saw in you how you were overwhelmed at the people there yeah. the people that showed up yeah. and i wish that dave and steven came and sat with us but they were pretty much like we're gonna sit back here. yeah yeah um you know typical sound guys they were like we're in the back of the room we can't hide behind a booth so we're gonna be back here um but you know i saw that like mm-hmm. i i saw you be overwhelmed with that mm-hmm. and just watched you just looking kind of like whoa yeah yeah that, that yeah that that was a that was a real moment yeah yeah um so um I got to say this because I want to know, and maybe you've already said it, but right before we started recording, you said, I'm saving this for the podcast. So, um, did you already say what you were going to say for the podcast <laughs> in case you missed it? <laughs> I didn't want to leave something out. Oh, uh, no, I said that, but then what, what I was going to say was, <laughs> um, how much it, meant that so much of my community group and church family mm-hmm. were at all of it. 
And then also the fact that, you know, everyone has, or a lot of people have these smart doorbells and stuff. Oh, no. No, I was not. I did not know he was going to do I was not prompting him to do this. I just got to put it out there. You know, I'm at <laughs> visitation. And then some, sorry. Some, someone's at the door, which just, is, is not... It's not weird at times like this, especially when Friday you're evening. plugged into a church. I mean, people are gonna people <laughs> drop stuff off, but I'll turn it on, and there's my boss, lead pastor, and friend, just dancing at my doorbell. <laughs> oh man, yep, yep, to bust a move. Yep, young MC, you're welcome. You're very welcome. Mally's like, Mom, let's go. I was like, I've got to dance. I I was putting the pies in the fridge for literally you, so. busted out in the middle of the of the viewing. Oh, it was fantastic. Oh, it dear. was it was very needed at that moment. Oh my goodness. Well, you're welcome. You are welcome. Maybe I'll hire myself out for you know, like you, ring doorbell dancing. You could be like those uh, dancing telegrams. <laughs> I could be. Yeah. Just a candy gram. Um, so you said something just a minute ago, uh, which I think is a really good segue into what I wanted to talk about for a bit. You mentioned that, um, that when you were driving to and fro Douglas <laughs> um, after your dad passed, the hearing like you going maybe i should speak at the funeral and hearing like you you can do this like you're you're qualified you know mm-hmm. like you yeah you're a pastor like you hear you you just reference like hearing god speak to you mm-hmm. um and i think that's something that we church people yeah staff people people in church regularly we make those statements and we don't, we know what we mean. And so we don't have to qualify it, you know, or, and, but I know that for some people, that's a very strange thing to yeah. hear. I, so since mine was like, like I, I know clear as day mine was because I, I don't say like God speaking. Like you don't give yourself pep talks like that. No. Well, <laughs> let's say like just a random thought comes in your head. Mm-hmm. Like I don't necessarily say that that's God. Sure, sure. It can be, but but when I when I disqualify the thought mm-hmm. and then it persists, mm-hmm. that's when, like that's where. <laughs> You're like, okay. That's I say right. that that's where God's talking to me. Mm-hmm. It's not like I heard Morgan Freeman's voice. Like in well, that's Bruce Almighty and Evan Almighty, <laughs> I'm not saying that, but it's, it's for me, and it's always been this way. Um, if it's a bad idea, I can usually squash it and it just goes away. Right, right. But if it's a God-breathed idea, mm. it doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's what I, when I say God's <clears> talking <throat> to me, that's usually what I'm talking about. Yeah, is yeah. This idea pops in my head. I try to disqualify it, mm-hmm. and then it like it goes away, but then it comes back even stronger than the first time. Mm-hmm. And obviously, without you saying it, but I I will say it just for for our listeners is obviously these are things that edify God, yes. lift up His name, are 
good for the church, good for the body of Christ. They're not just some random idea like mm-hmm. i'm gonna go buy a new tv you know like oh no i shouldn't do that no you should like you know it's it's like yeah you know something that the lord wants you to do say act whatever it is because mm-hmm. yeah. usually <clears throat> it's something that and usually when you buy tvs it is for the church so anyway that's true but <laughs> usually what it is it, i don't have an idea that sticks in my head that i kind of don't want to do Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if I want to buy a new TV... You do it. And I say, not right now, but it's something I research, and it kind of stays in my mm-hmm. brain and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But stuff like this, I try to get out of my mind, because mm-hmm. I don't want to struggle with doing it. Mm. So, it's not like I, it's not like I thought about mm. it, and then tried to disqualify it, and then went researched about people doing it. No, I was like, let's let's think about and talk about other things oh, crap, I'm by myself and thinking about daddy, and it goes, you should talk at his funeral. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Looking yep. at looking for pictures for his obituary, you, you should, should talk, talk at his yep. funeral. Yep, I you get know? that. Yeah. It's, yep. it's not like when when I want, like right now I have daddy's truck, and I want, and I want to replace the radio in it because I want to have navigation. <laughs> Because I, Daddy was a truck he driver, he didn't need it. He could stick his finger out the window and know which way to go I and could, what the wind temp. The <laughs> on seventy five, I could tell him by it, if I was on if I was above a certain town, and I could tell him I was by this barn. He knew exactly where I was at. <laughs> but that is something that I want to do, so I'm pursuing to make it happen. Mm-hmm. That and it's so not it's not so thing. it's not yeah. leaving my brain. Yeah. Whereas that was, I didn't really want to do it, so I tried to make it leave my brain, <laughs> brain and God kept yeah. putting it back in my brain. Which is very similar to what I I shared briefly Sunday. I think I even shared it. I don't I don't ever know anymore where I'm sharing what I'm sharing and and in what format, what mode of communicate, what medium I'm using. Um, but two weeks ago. So it was the last Sunday in February. Um, Many people have heard this by now, but the Lord just said, I mean, as I'm about to walk up on the stage to, Mm -hmm. to, for the message portion of the service, leave it. Yeah. You told me that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, all right. So I'm going to take my iPad with me, but I'll leave it. Mm -hmm. Third time, leave it. So of course I left it. Um, that's one of the things is like, well, no, I don't want to leave it. I'm, this is safe. Like this is, I've done the, I've done the work in this mm-hmm. Lord. Um, I don't want to leave it. Okay. All right. I won't do what I have here. I've done the work in, but I'm going to carry my iPad with me. And it was like, no, no, leave it. So it was like, it was, it was so many things. It was, it was like a, a faith thing. It was, a you know, a trust me deal. Uh, I've got something else kind of thing. Oh yeah. And that's, that's how I know, like, that's Lord. Well, so, as you know, woke up Sunday morning, this past mm-hmm. Sunday. Uh, and Oh, no, that was, sorry, when I say it was last night, it was actually March, March 5th, 5th was, was the, yeah, the be- leave it. And then because, March 12th, yeah, yeah. Because I'm sitting at my parents' house watching church. And on the 5th. I, on the 5th. Yeah. And my, my team, the tech team, that we have is incredible. I don't I don't do very much. They do an amazing job. Um, and they and I had called in a couple of fa- favors to get stuff filled in, so I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching church, and I go, 
What's she doing? <laughs> this this is not her notes. I have her notes pulled up. <laughs> Who's that guy? I was doing what um what, I I was in the same place you were. Like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, whenever Donnie came up to speak. Yeah. yeah. I had some people go, Did you ask him? No, I did not. Anyway, we probably talked about that last week. I don't remember. No, um, I wasn't up here much last week, so Yeah. Well, no, I'm in on the podcast, but no, I don't we recall. Didn't. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so someone came up and was like, I've got to, I said, come on. And I knew him, you know, so it yeah. wasn't like, so, so, okay, what I wanted to take some moments to talk about this morning was, um, what is, what does it look like to hear from God? Like, what does that mean? And I, if you follow me on social media or if you follow the porch on social media, then you saw what I, I posted something this morning on, on March 14th, um, just kind of kind of processing this because I've had people ask like what does it mean you know what does it mean for there to be you know because what (laughs) you know we had 14 baptisms and 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 this past week okay so if you weren't there this past Sunday on the 12th um, I wake up Sunday morning first thought in my brain very first thought and I don't wake up to an alarm hardly ever anymore I'm just that's what you happen when you get old you just wake up so I woke up and the first thought was make it it, it was I say thought it was the first statement in my brain mm-hmm. <laughs> was make room at the cross make mm-hmm. room at the cross and I was like oh, okay okay and I and I knew I just I knew that that wasn't a, like a a an idea like it wasn't like what can we do at church today that could be different like I didn't have that thought process I didn't have anything like that it was make room at the it was like a command it, it wasn't a oh this might be a neat idea mm-hmm. it was a command and it wasn't my uh putting together in my mind right so make room at the cross so and like I think a lot of things kind of like leave it leave it wasn't just about me putting my ipad down it was about i got this shannon um the make room at the cross i think was about not just physically making room at the cross but to allow for the spiritually to um even like you know, time-wise, you know, to make room mm-hmm. at the cross. And so I called Justin and I talked to Josh and I was like, hey, this is what, you know, the Lord's impressed on me this morning. I want to make sure that I want to get all the kneelers over there. I want to take out some chairs. I want to put some, some, you know, extra like pillows down for some padding, you know, for if the, but we need to make room at the cross this morning. And I think the way that our standard service, you know, run through format um, is, it doesn't, I don't know if it's going to create that opportunity. It, I don't know if it's going to make room at the cross the way that I feel like we should today. Right. And so we, we talked about, you know, kind of making some changes. So we did. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know. I didn't, uh, I was just telling you, like, I didn't want to stare over there at the side and see like who all was going, but like, I just saw people just come and come and like go and kneel and pray and, and it multi, you know, during the whole service, which I was just like, thank you, Lord. Like that was the Lord wanted to make room for us to make room at the cross for people yeah, to be able to respond and, and go to the cross. Yeah. Not respond to us, respond to him. Mm. Yeah. And, and I'll, 
because I am in the back of the room, mm-hmm. I was able to watch. And it, it was, I mean, it was impressive isn't the right word. Um, I, I don't know if I know the right word to kind of describe, um, which is good because I'm a media pastor and I do words. <laughs> um, I do words good. Yes. Um, but it was it was very inspiring to see such mm. a open uh, f- flow of people to and from the cross. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I don't know about you, but with me, I've been around the block a time or two with churches, <laughs> and I've seen stuff like this. Yeah. And you've seen it go, I've seen it go amazingly well, and I've seen it go horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And you just go, well, which one is this going to be? Mm. In the back of your, like, that is the first kind of thought process I have, you know, with that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And then you have to go, that's not the right way to do it. You pray and you let God do his work, whatever it is. But in the back of my mind, you go, is this the time that we're going to get out early because no one comes down? You know, like the altars, uh, like one of the things I grew up with, our mm-hmm. church did was um, it would be a Sunday night and they would put two mics down in front of the stage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there was no preaching, no singing that night. What it was was if God has laid something on your heart, you come talk. Mm-hmm. And the pastor stands up, says, that's what we're doing, and then he sits down. And then if it, <laughs> it goes as long as it goes. Mm-hmm. And then as a 9-, 10-year-old kid, you're going, we're going to get out early. We're going <laughs> to. And they always end up lasting longer. <laughs> I think there was like twice where it, where he was like, oh, nope, I guess I guess I misunderstood what God wanted. Yeah. But then, and like I'm watching that and I go, I wonder if, the, if it's going to go well or not. And then I go, well, it, it's, it's not a, it's not a, um, it's not a basis on how many people go down there. Does mm-hmm. it, is it good or not? Mm-hmm. Are the people that God wants to go down there the ones that are going down yeah. there? Yeah. That like that is, and then you go, and then you and then you see just people be down there praying, and you just go, "Yep, that mm-hmm. was." And that's the thing, like, I, I and maybe this was. It's not always just how do you hear from God. Sometimes it's how did you know that was from God? Yes. And I will, as you were saying that, I was like. I don't have, I know when it's from the Lord mm-hmm. because I don't even stop and think, well, how are people going to respond? I just, we just do it. Yeah. It's like, no, we're going to do this. I don't know how people are going to respond, but I'm not like, and I'm not saying I'm above you in that, but like, no, no, this no. was just not a thought. Like, I know we've had this conversation before. It's mm-hmm. like, well, who's going to come? I don't know, Be- but we'll do it because that's what the Lord said to do. Like, you just, and I think I would get, I get in my own way. Yeah. Well, and see. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that's because God talks to both of us differently because of the mm. way we work. Mm-hmm. There you, you know? go. That's very because true. Because yeah. it takes, it takes me to think something out to know that it's from God. Mm. Where, where, where if I think too like, much of <laughs> Like if he, if, if he told me that, yeah. I, I would, it would be br- like, I would disqualify it before it could come back again. You know, mm-hmm. unless it was a Morgan, like a more Morgan Freeman experience. Mm-hmm. Like, so I think the way we interact with God is 
determines how he talks to us. Mm -hmm. So, like, he knew he would get the response he wanted from you with the way he talks to you. Mm. He knew mm. he would get the response he wanted. Yes, I mean, he knows us he better talks. than we yeah. know ourselves, for so, sure. So, like, yeah. him telling you that morning mm -hmm. means you were you were going to be obedient. Mm -hmm. Him, If he told me that that morning means Joshua was just going to be disobedient and he was going to miss the opportunity. <laughs> More than likely. I hear you. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. So, so because, and because of the way God speaks to me and the way I understand things, mm -hmm. I can't, I don't have the same thought process about things. I have to stop and, I have to stop and think through things before I can, before I can see God in certain things. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, I am, let's make sure it's this, mm -hmm. then. Yeah. Typically. And and I think that's why, specifically, me and you work very well together mm -hmm. because the way our brain patterns mesh yeah, on yeah, certain things. Yeah, for sure, that's for sure. Um, you know, one of the things that so I've got my you know leave it, and this is just in the past couple of weeks. Obviously, I've had you know we all hear from God, and I and I think for someone who's listening, going, I don't know if I hear from God or I want to hear from God, but I haven't heard from God. Uh, we're, I'm going to talk about that in a minute. I want to offer some some ways in which you can. They're not my ideas. Uh, I pulled a lot of this, or the ideas from uh, Dallas Willard, who's just a great, just theologian teacher. But um, the one of the things, and and I, someone texted me. I've got a lot of texts this week. Uh, one of the texts I got was, "Hey, I just need to say this to you." And I was like, "Okay, what?" And they were like. You said two weeks ago that God did not give you the gift of prophecy, and that is not true. And I was like, oof. And I said, yeah, actually, I, I, actually, the Lord's already chastised me about saying that. It was just an offhanded comment I made while I was preaching about, I didn't get the gift of prophecy, but, you know, the law of averages yeah, says yeah. this, this, or this. And they were like, no, no. If you hear from the Lord and you share what the Lord has said with people, that's, yes, it's exhortation, but it's also, you know, it's, if it's a word for people for them to respond to God, then that is, prophetic. that is the definition of prophetic. So don't, I'm not a prophet, you know, don't call me prophetess or anything Aww, like that. Oh, man, I was about um, to update the website. <laughs> no, but the, the thing is, and this is where I'm going with this, is that, um, I do feel that I do not um, express either in my messages or in how I communicate with our congregation specifically, I don't express as often as I could uh, when I do hear leadings. Like, I might just carry on whatever he said to do without sharing how it is he told me to do it. Or, you know, that kind of thing. And I think that in and of itself is just as edifying to the body as what he wants to do. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So that's something that I'm hearing. Like, I need to be more, um, uh, n not that I've been unwilling. I just, I don't know. I, I just need to make sure that I, that, that I, I share how, how it is that God is leading. I think that's important. I think it's important for our church. Um, that that they they know how you know kind of how things are are going on or how where what direction we're going in um so so the question you know how do you hear from god or how do you know it's god and not just the burrito you ate the night before or whatever um the reality is and i think we all know this is that we have a lot of voices vying for our attention yes um 
and uh, just the the list is just you could, on and on and on. I mean, there's really no counting it of the ways in which we have something vying for our attention. So mm-hmm. that that makes sense to you know that that there's just a lot of a lot of noise. Um, so I think first and foremost, what's important for someone who's wondering. I don't even know if I hear from God or is, is know, know this. I, I wrote that. I wrote this this morning. God most certainly, most certainly wants to communicate with you. There's absolutely no doubt about it. He, it's not that he, he wants to communicate with you and he, he wants you to listen to him and he wants there to be a response. It's not just about information. Like, it's like there's a reason I'm revealing myself to you. Like I have work for you to do. There's something. There's a purpose. There's, there's stuff to do. Stuff. That's a really. That's the real theological term. Stuff, stuff to do. Stuff to do. Stuff and things. Well, and I mean, think about any other relationship you have. Mm-hmm. That's is there any other relationship you have that's one sided, that you only talk to and the other person never <laughs> talks back. Um. No, <laughs> not even not your dog a, not, because they'll oh they yeah respond. no they'll let me know yeah yeah so I all mean the time. why would you think that God doesn't res- want to communicate to you when He created communication? Mm-hmm. That's right. And we just like you're saying we just we have to be able to sift through the noise to understand how God communicates to us and without saying um. I've heard crazy things, and I'm not saying any of them are wrong, but some of them are wrong. <laughs> uh, God communicates to everyone a little bit different. Yes. Yes. There's but there's no doubt about that. He, he doesn't talk to you through, like, football. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he, not, he doesn't say he can't. You're just saying you don't know if he does. Yes. Oh, yeah. So uh, here's here's what I wanted to do. I think this would just be, uh, and if you read it this morning, but if you read it or whenever you read it, I think it's always it's always good to hear it too. But so Dallas Willard, uh, he wrote a book called Hearing God: Developing a Conversational Relationship with God. I mean, isn't that there? It is. There, mm-hmm. There's the there's the relationship. I think these are these are uh, four four examples four four questions. Um, that for you to ask yourself, um, and it, it should be like some heart search here. Um, uh, maybe there's some things kind of like how God was like, leave it, Shannon, leave your iPad. Maybe there's some things that you need to leave, like to let go of. Um, and then as he said to me, you know, make, make room at the cross. Um, maybe there's, you know, in leaving some stuff, we're making room for him. So, so here's some questions. Um, I mean, I kind of you know, these, I paraphrase the questions that are in, I think he had five or six questions. I don't remember, but I thought these four were really, I wanted to share. So the first one is to ask yourself, here's the question. Do you really, how do you hear from God? How do you know it's God, all this? The first thing you need to ask yourself is, because this is really where I think it's happening. Mm -hmm. Because again, it's not, it's not whether God wants to communicate with us. He does. Mm -hmm. We're the, we're the problem. So ask yourself, do I really want to hear from God? I think that's a very valid question. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's easy. It's kind of a churchy question, a churchy statement to be like, oh, yeah, I want to hear from God. Do you really? 
Yeah. <laughs> Do you really want to hear from God? Because maybe, maybe there are things you don't particularly, maybe you don't want to hear God speak to you about certain parts of your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe there's some things you want to, maybe you do want them to speak into uh, what you do uh, for your career or, you know, whatever, but you don't want him to speak into your um, dating relationships, you know? Yeah. So, um, like, that's, you know, especially if you're married, you shouldn't be, uh, just date your spouse. But, you know, that's the thing. But, mm-hmm. um, like, you and, know. And I wonder, like, how <coughs> often, me. you know, people without saying that they're searching for something, people are always searching, you know, and could, could you take away the word searching and put in wanting to hear from my father? Mm. Mm. You know, like yep. they're instead of specifically looking for God, they're just trying to sift through the noise to the, for the stuff that sounds good. Mm hmm. Yep. And I think if you if you go if you have <coughs> excuse me. You're right. Good. If you if you're really thinking about honestly all those facets, whether you say you want to hear from God, you kinda really do in the back of your mind want to hear from God because yeah. that's the way we're built. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So instead of saying you're trying to find an answer sub sub searching out for wanting to hear from your father mm-hmm that's right and I, th- I think that's that's a really good and suggestion I, and yeah. I think most people would say that they do want to hear from God without actually saying that they want to hear from God mm-hmm like I, th- I feel like our soul mm-hmm. wants to hear from God mm-hmm. our mind doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. want to yep yep I think that's a that's a good point that's a really good point. so if you like that question, and I was thinking about it when you posted it because I immediately shared it to the porch page. Mm-hmm. Um, was that how how much barricade have we got? Have we put in the way of what we actually want? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can we move enough away that we can actually get to where we can say that we want to hear from God? Right. Or is there too much stuff for us to sift through? That we go, nope, this is, I've dug mm-hmm. deep enough. This is where I want to find my answer. Mm-hmm. Which is why, for me personally, just speaking personally, the those words, leave it and make room, are very significant. Like, in for me, as I'm, mm-hmm. you know, seeking the Lord. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I got it. There's, there's, leave, leave that, make some room here to allow me to speak to you. So, so I think a very good question, if, if you're someone who's going, I want to hear from God is to be real enough with yourself and say, do I really want to hear from God? Cause the, the real question there is, is there some stuff that you're not willing for God to deal with? Because you don't get to say, God, you can have this and not that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an all or nothing. He's an all or nothing kind of God. So he wants you to surrender yourself completely. Yeah. To I think I think to answer number one, you have to deal with no, your second question too. Right. Which is, am I really making an effort to hear from God? Yeah. Am I really, am I, am I actually, or am I just throwing up a prayer and then going about my day and yes. not listening again? Because, um, I don't, I don't remember who said it in the porch. I know it was you or Justin, and I can't remember who said it, but it was, am, is, 
am I really asking for your help or am I just doing it to say I did it? Mm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know who yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just like, a, oh, I'm supposed to pray this yeah. prayer, so therefore I shall. <laughs> I, I want to check this box so I'm a good little Christian, mm-hmm. but am I actually asking you to speak speak life into something? Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's the thing. It's like <coughs> just because we think we're not, and, and the flip side of that is just because we think we're not hearing, it doesn't mean that God's not speaking. It just means we're not, we're not listening. There's a mm-hmm. difference between hearing and listening. Yes. Um, if you're listening, you're going to pick up stuff. Like we could stop talking right now and just listen and, could, and think, oh, there's no noise. There's nothing. You know, if we're not talking, then there's no noise. And just in a few moments, very quick moments, we would un- we would hear the AC unit blowing. Yep. Um, you know, we would hear the chair we're sitting in. Cre- I mean, like there's yep. their stuff. And so I think often in regard to how we hear from God is we think because he's not saying, leave it, Shannon, that he's not speaking to me. That's not true. Mm-hmm. All the time he is. All the time so hearing from god are you really making an effort to hear from him it requires the intentionally making room Mm -hmm. creating time and space to be still enough before him to hear from him i mean that's that's it and so you know what what are some things that you can implement that you can put into play right now if you're going i'm not hearing from him what are some things you can do to intentionally be still and listen for God's voice? And here's the deal. Every one of these questions is about, am I really prepared? Are you really prepared? Are we really in a place of, it's not a, if you do this and this, then God will just pour out, you know, whatever. God's not, it's, it's about us. We're the obstacle here that I've said that already. I'll say it again. So the third, third question to ask yourself is when I hear from God, and this is the big one, Josh, <laughs> when I hear from God, am I really ready to obey and change? Because um, if you hear from God, he's He's going to be calling us to do something, whether it's a call to obedience to just do what he says, mm-hmm. or whether it's a, hey, you're going, you know, you're kind of going off to the left. You need to be going off to the right. Like, you know, are you willing to readjust um, your yeah quick path. actions versus uh correctional mm-hmm. behavior yeah 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 like responding because the lord told me so but yeah mm-hmm. that's very true and and let's be very honest with ourselves sometimes we do have the wrong motive in why we seek god like we, it's like no i want you i'm gonna pray to you god because i want you to bless what i'm doing I'm going to pray to you, God, because I don't want to do what it is I feel like I'm really, really supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to make me uncomfortable. It's going to come at a cost. It's going to, um, you know, so many different things. Um, yeah, which, which is yeah. not a bad, like... It's not a bad thing. It's no. a human thing. I mean... We want to be safe. We want to be comfortable. Yeah. Jesus we, even asked We want to be in control. Yeah. I mean, Jesus even asked to not to have to yeah. go to cross if he didn't <laughs> have to. Yes, Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's okay. We want to be without pain. Yeah. 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 All those things. Um, But when we are... um, But you got to be prepared for an answer you don't like. Right. And Yeah. Or that's... (laughs) Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Because the real work of 
of God is he wants us to be more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole life of, of sanctification, if you're a follower of Jesus, you're living in sanctification right now. Like this, we should be growing more and more like Jesus. That's the, that's the point of it all. Like is, and that's really, anytime he's working in us, that's the, one of the things that's happening. Yeah, we are a witness to others, but he wants to work in us. And so if that's not the motivation for us seeking God, or at least our acknowledgement that that's part of it, then we're going to be disappointed because we're not going to hear. Or we're going to hear and be like, well, that can't be God because I don't want to do that. Or we call them <laughs> unanswered prayers. Yeah, right? So, yeah, I think uh, Garth Brooks sang yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that song gives me the heebie-jeebies. Sometimes I thank God. Because it's it's, it's not an unanswered prayer. He just said no. <laughs> um, here's a question: if, Is there an area of your life? This is still in the when we hear from God. Where are we really ready to obey and change? Is there an area of your life where you sense there is a resistance in yourself to change, or an unwillingness for you to do what it is you know God has told you to do? And if that's the case, then confess that and repent of that. And, and then I then then listen for God. But if you know there's an area of resistance or an unwillingness, you need to deal with that. I need to deal with that myself. Me I mean, too. that's, you know, that's yeah. just the way it is. Here's the fourth question. Um, and it says, what or who am I really living for? Now, Willard just had what, and I threw in, I added this. Who? Who are you living for? Yeah. Because it could be yourself. It yeah. could be a significant other. Uh, you know, well, that spouse it, and whatever, children, in, you know. In 2023, I think the biggest thing is living for your kids. Oh, really? I was going to say self, but okay. Well, no, because they're... But I, no, you are right. I mean, in the, in, in yeah. our talk, target audience, mm-hmm. in our part of the country, mm-hmm. people do anything and everything to give their kids anything and everything that they could need or want. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean... Most people live for their kids. Yeah. Whether they want to admit it or not. Yeah. So what or who are you really living for? Because if if, if God's not primary, then, you know. Who, Something is. Right. And it's like, okay, I want to hear from you, God, but you're not first place. Yep. I want to hear from you, God, but actually there's another God that I have placed above you. I want to hear from you, God, but let me see what Kara says first. <laughs> Can that be a bumper sticker? Yes. I'm going to get you a t-shirt. Um, so, no, but I mean... Yeah, no, it's, you're right. Or, <laughs> I want to hear from you, God, but let me check with Adeline and Caroline. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's the thing. If you, listener, or Josh, or Shannon, if we just get on our knees in a praying posture and say, God, do I really want to hear from you? I think he's going to show us the answer. God, am I really making an effort to hear from you? God, when I hear from you, is there a heart, like, am I going to obey? Am I going to change? And God, who am, who or what am I really living for? And I think this reveals our heart. This reveals what's there. And I think that we all need a renewed vision of of what this relationship with god is really supposed to look like what he desires to have with us Mm -hmm. i think that's the most Mm -hmm. important thing um you know i 
I said this in the post, but I, I want to repeat it here is that God most certainly wants to communicate with you. He wants you to listen. He wants you to respond. And it's through that relationship with him that we are transformed. We are, we do become who it is that God wants us to be. And we do the things that he wants us to do in his name. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's really what Mm -hmm. this is all about. So how do you hear from God? How do you know if it's God? I, friends, let's be real. Let's start and ask like, what is the, what's in our heart? What do we expect from God? Is he really God? Is there something else over him? That's the work. That's the beginning work. So, um, I plan on doing a couple more post follow-up. So, uh, maybe we'll address them. You know, I'll probably have, I'll probably have posted them by, by the time we, uh, record episode 122. So maybe we'll, we'll, uh, go over those then as well so we'll yep. see hmm. whatever the Lord wants to so do so if you're not following Pastor Shannon on social media please do so hey or the Porch Community Church yes yeah, either way yeah um, Josh thanks um, uh, love you love and you. Um, you know your church family loves you I do like I said uh, like we said last week in, in last week's episode you know we're in a club that we don't really want to be in yep um, but uh, understand and we're here with you oh there yes, is sir. one specific ministry shout out i want to give okay nurture team mm-hmm. you are fantastic they really are um i probably have been on the receiving end of more nurture team stuff than anybody else in the history <laughs> of the porch i mean we've only been around three years but i've had a busy three years um our nurture team is incredible, and they do a job that I am not gifted to do. Me either. And I, you know, I kind of scoff at cards and stuff like that, but they, every one of them brought a tear to my eye. Mm-hmm. So um, if you're part of the nurture team and you're listening, thank you so much for not just blessing me, but everybody that has mm-hmm. uh, been blessed by the nurture team. Y'all are fantastic. They are an incredible ministry in our church. Yep. So thank you, nurture team. Um, thank you, Josh and Porch Community. We look forward to seeing you this Sunday for Student Sunday. If you're listening whoop, whoop. to this uh, prior to... Uh, Whatever Sunday is after the 12th, the 19th. The March 19th. Uh, yeah, we're going to celebrate our student ministries, and uh, it's going to be a great day of worship. And I uh, look forward to talking to you soon. Uh, see you bye. See you bye. Bye. You've been listening to the 167 Podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.